Hello. 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 Goodbye. <laughs> Hello. Goodbye. Oh, why are you? Sorry about that. Um, so good, man. So, welcome to the Humble Talk podcast. Thank Our you guest much. today is Sam Carter. Yes. So, Sam. How are you? Straight off the bat, I know we had some little kind of prep before we started this. Um, yes. I don't know <laughs> anything about you. I've seen you at some key events and have an idea who you are. And, but okay. I, I, I've been told, and obviously, that you're, you're quite a big deal in Glasgow and how things are happening music-wise in Glasgow. So do you want to give the audience kind of an introduction to yourself and what you do and we start from there? Yeah, sure. Well, f- whoever said that I was important in Glasgow was lying. <laughs> we're going to start that, off that with that one. <laughs> that, that was my assumption. Uh, do you know what? I blame Etienne for it. <laughs> Etienne is the the creative director, everything. Mister, he, he's the more important guy. But yeah, I mean, uh, just um, just to summarize of what I do right now is, um, I guess you can say I own a concert company mm-hmm. uh, and I'm also an agent. So I look after quite a lot of musicians. Um, ah, okay. All kind of just a run back i started when i was about 17 years old you'll probably say i was 17 when i started everything um managed to work with some of the the biggest artists mm-hmm. in the world i've worked with um Kanye west lady gaga the game snoop dogg tyga okay like all the right, list so, can go on forever right, so straight away <laughs> what came in my head is all right when i was 17 yeah i was just playing football you know and yeah. getting getting home by ten because that was what my mom told me to do. <laughs> so what, what, what kind of got you to that stage at thirty seventeen? That I'm I'm gonna start bringing artists to you, to Glasgow. Do you know what, what it was? Do you know what it was? Right, and I'll tell you this: this like nobody knows this, but may, maybe some people do. But like close to me, I'll tell you this: right, I was young. I think I was like thirteen years old, and this is me going all the way back. I was uh-huh. thirteen years old, right, and my mom and dad took me to Little one day. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that right, I was I was. And, a, and for we get a we get a lot of listeners from the states. Little is like um, a super a kind of a low cost supermarket yeah, chain. Yeah, yeah, supermarket. Okay. So I was thirteen years old, right, and they take me into into little because uh they had to buy some food or whatever it was and that was the closest supermarket to where we used to stay and they go they go right what do you want and across across the supermarket right i've seen this like white ny hip-hop hat (laughs) (laughs) and i was like what is this i want this so i made them buy it for me and i'm pretty sure it was like 10 pounds or some shit Uh and then i was like okay this looks cool so i wore it to school and then Long story short, ended up listening to a lot of hip hop music. So that that hat got the, you. Yeah, do you know what? Th- just hat, because of the hat, it's like that. Just it, because as soon as uh, I put it on, it was like one of those so like, you, magic hats. You, you see, yes, that's what's going to my mind. It's like was it um Willie Willie and um oh, what's his name William Willie William with Wellingtons where he puts on his his Wellingtons oh, and snaps yeah, 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 and yeah. then makes a wish and he comes. So yeah. basically. That hat you put on and it just transformed yeah. you. You're like, you know okay, what? I want to live this culture. It yeah? felt it felt like a ghetto version of Harry Potter. You know when they put that hat on top of you and yeah. they're like, they choose like what? Yes. Yeah. If you're in Slytherin or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It kind uh-huh. of it kind of felt like that. Well, that's kind of the way I remember it. So the, the hat basically opened the door. You was yeah, once, opened, once you had that image, you yeah. were more curious as to yeah. I was like, to, what it is yes, and what uh-huh, it is, uh-huh, and uh-huh. Um, basically, like I, I was 
I wasn't say I wouldn't say like I was popular in school, man. I was more like a, a teacher's pet, man. I was getting all the high grades and everything. So mm -hmm. as soon as I put that hat on and I started it went listening downhill. to, <laughs> it all went downhill. I'm telling you, yeah, I started listening to to hip hop music and the game and everything like that. Is and, it, and is that because you didn't spend enough time doing your homework, or was yeah, that, probably. Was that you, you listening to the words? You're like Pro they're from the ghetto, so I, I'm not really from the ghetto, but I gotta try and live it. Yeah, probably. Probably, I'll probably can probably agree on that one. Um, do you know what happened? I started, I started to become a little bit more active in the sense that I kept going out more and I kept uh, okay. meeting more people, being a bit more social. Kind of led me, and not many people will know this. I started to work when I think I was like fifteen or something. I uh -huh. started to work uh, for an under eighteen nightclubs. Uh -huh. What was it called? Uh, I, I worked for Sub Club, uh -huh. which a lot of people know in Glasgow. I worked for Boho Unders. Mm -hmm. um, and I worked, I think it was called Cube back in the day, like the new Sugar Cube, like okay. where Sugar Cube uh -huh. was, it used to be Cube or something. I can't remember. So I worked for them as uh, just a PR and then uh -huh. ended up being a head PR when I started to work for Boho. And you know what? I just started to become a little bit more like social so i stopped being a teacher's pet i stopped studying <laughs> in school like i should get in good grades i started to become more of a, a social person and all i ever listened to was like would be like hip-hop music mm -hmm. i only listened to rap uh -huh. and at that period of time there was like a big thing going on between like the game and 50 cent like i was uh -huh. all into that oh uh, was that when they just broke up yeah know? when yeah, yeah, when yeah. the g unit split up and yeah. shit so <clears throat> I was basically listening to the game quite a lot. And I was like, I took the game side. A lot of people were like, nah, we're 50 cent, like yeah, yeah, G yeah, unit, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the game side. So believe it or not, like I kept working. I kept being like more social, more social. Like everybody started to get to know me. Like, so I went completely different direction from being a school kid to just being into music. And, and what was your parents reaction to that? Seeing their, you know seeing their school cards come in and you're like, oh my days, what's happening to my child? Do you know what? As long as I didn't fail, as long as I passed, like uh -huh. my parents were good enough to kind of let me off with it. Okay, good. But cool, it's cool. not like I was getting failed, so I was still mm -hmm. getting like, let's say C's and B's, yeah. whatever. So you basically went from top grade to average, basically. Yeah, I guess I went to average. But do you know what? It's probably the best thing I've done because it, it like as a child or when, when you're a teenager, if all you do is study and you lock yourself in a house, you miss that interaction. Yeah, and yeah, I feel yeah. like the person I am mm -hmm. today is the reason for yeah. being more social. See, you're very lucky. I, 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 I was going to go somewhere with Michael Jackson, but I don't want to go there because some <laughs> people are very passionate, you know, because he was locked up, you know, he, was, he, he yeah. didn't have a childhood and it, see what happened to him. And, you know, yeah. So I, I completely agree with what you're saying, although that is yeah. totally extreme, uh, extreme. So... The question now is, so, um, go on, go on. Sorry, yeah. I mean, just, just to answer back the question where you meant about the 17-year-old, uh -huh. it was like, wh when I was 15, right, and everybody knew me just because of these nightclubs, I was like, you know what? I love hip-hop music. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make it. And then when I was when I was 15 years old, right, and, and I met the uh, game. Sorry, sorry. When you say you're going to make it, did you mean as a musician or any, I don't any, know. anything within anything, the industry? Anything within okay. the industry, I was going to okay. make it. And okay. as I said, I was lucky enough. I met the game when I was 15 years old, right? <laughs> it was, I, I don't know if I should be going into this story or go, how go it ahead, happened. Man, go but ahead, go um, this girl I know, I knew, sorry, I don't speak to her anymore. Um you know, she messaged me back on MSN days, if you guys yeah, remember yeah, MSN. Everybody, <laughs> everybody in the studio did, is laughing you, right you now. You did the hotmail. <laughs> you know when you had that hotmail and you used to pull like your best friend's name into like your little status because you're like, 
Like, yeah, I, I'm, I fuck with that. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, she messaged me on MSN. And then she was like, listen, Sam, um, the game the game's coming to Glasgow tonight. So do you want to come see him with me? Because I know you're into hip-hop music. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, of course I do. But it was legit like two hours before the actual show. <laughs> the one thing that I didn't know was that it was her dad that was actually the director or the whatever that was organizing the ah, event. Okay, so he, okay, okay. he was the one that was doing the show. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So... I messaged her, I was like, oh, like, I'm on my way. The only problem is, right, and it was like, I had that Sony Ericsson phone, so yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, listen, I can't make it because, like, the buses are running late, so I can't <laughs> make it. <laughs> and then she messages me back, right? She goes, oh, do you want my dad to pick you up? I was like, hold on, fam. Like, <laughs> where, where, where is this, like... Like, we're not dating or anything. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. sending your dad when he's working to yeah, come yeah. pick me up to go to this show uh, uh, when uh, the uh. show's in, like, an hour. She goes, yeah, like, my dad, like, he just lives, like, around mm. the corner. So, uh-huh, it's so uh-huh, cool. Uh-huh. So, I'm like, okay. Um, so, basically, her dad pulls up in this convertible BMW. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, right, I've never <laughs> seen a car so sick. I was uh, just more gassed I was in that car uh, than I was going to the to fucking concert. So... Went to the concert and as soon as as soon as I get there, her dad gets me backstage, gives me a VIP pass. I'm feeling like super extra important because me and her are together. Don't get me, she was a good looking girl at the same time. Yeah, so uh-huh. I was like, I'm here with a girl. I'm just at a concert backstage with the game. It was at the O2 Academy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And you know, like everybody that I knew because of these, yeah, like uh-huh, uh-huh. the because um, I work for the yeah, unders, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. they're all in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just like barely like peep myself out the stage. I'm yeah, like, because yeah, I'm yeah, on stage, yeah. like, the <laughs> game's not even there. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. and everybody stared at me like, how did this mother <laughs> get on stage? <laughs> and I was like, ah. <laughs> Don't yeah, hate. Don't hate. That's right. But luckily enough, right, I started when we were all backstage. I met the game and his manager mm-hmm. and everybody at the crew, and they just found me funny. Like we were just sitting talking for like a whole hour while yeah. the, the support. Did they know you was away. 15 years old? Uh, no, we never we never talked about age. Okay. <laughs> we never talked about age. Nothing. But do you know what? I was a I looked like a grown ass man because okay, I was. Okay. Do you know what? I, I must have been the only white guy wearing a fucking do-rag. <laughs> like, it, was, it was emotional. Uh, shout out to the hip-hop shop in Glasgow, by the way, man. Yeah, that yeah. place has been supplying cool hip-hop clothes since, like, 1999. <laughs> if, you, if you come to Glasgow and you see lots of people looking like yeah. Americans, that's their responsibility. Yeah. hip-hop shop, man. Be going. But do you know what? Just quickly break that in. I used to work in the hip-hop shop for, like, three years. You know, all so my, you had all the supplies. I had all the supplies. You know when that first when that first when that first delivery comes from the States, right? The and I'm the one. first one there. I'm like, you know what? I'm about to rock this that nobody else is got. Listen, it was a blessing and a curse at the same time because all my wages that I used to get, right? Mm-hmm. I used to spend it all on clothes. clothes so they got it back. So, <laughs> you was working for free clothes. Man was fresh to death, yeah, but broke as fuck at yeah. the same time. So nice, man. It was man. It, it was good, but anyway, back to the game thing. I met the game, and it was all good at that time, so mm-hmm. I was like 15. So we had a chat, and they loved me so much that two th- the year after, they were coming back again, and mm-hmm. I, I I bought my ticket this time because I didn't know, well, I didn't yeah, speak yeah, to yeah. the girl again. So I went to the show, and they spotted me in the crowd. They got me backstage, and they were like, yo, like, y- 
you want to come like hang out hang out again and i was like are you serious they're like <laughs> yeah and then they go to me they go to me like after the, sh- the show finished the game goes oh we're on our way to i think it was edinburgh or somewhere they're like do you want to come on tour with us i was like Fam, i'm 16 years old yeah i got school tomorrow did they know you that t- though? did you, you say that though you no say- obviously they, they, they knew yeah. i was young right yeah. but so this is what happened, right? Sorry, this this happened before the game went on stage. So the game goes, do you want to come on tour with us? And I was like, like, a few shows or what? No, they're like, yeah, just whatever, man. And I was like, okay, this one I'm do. I let them go, right? I, I, I hardly, like, I had money, like, mm-hmm. as a teenager, like, they yeah, have yeah, crazy yeah. money. So yeah, I was like, sure. fam, I jumped in a black cab, right? You know, them expensive ones. Yeah. Jumped in a black cab, straight home. Got up, got in, got into my room, right, while the show is on. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, putting shit in a bag. I'm, like, come up to my mom, like, mom, where's my passport? She's, like, what? <laughs> I swear, my mom hit me. She yeah. hit me. She's, like, what are you talking about? I'm, like, yeah. yo, I'm going on tour with the game. She's, like, who's the game? Like, what? All of this. I album, legit- there's the album. Go on. Re- Honestly, listen to it. No, do you know what I done, right? I was thankful. Like, we had a computer in the house. Like, uh-huh. not many, well, I guess people had computers. I went on the computer and I typed in the game, right? And I showed her, like, the videos. And then she's like, hold on a second. <laughs> you telling me right now yeah. <laughs> that you're going traveling with uh-huh. some random ass guys that smoke weed and drink and shit yeah, yeah, in their yeah, videos? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I'm 16 now, isn't it? Like, <laughs> it's legal. <laughs> it's legal. <laughs> like, yeah. So I, c- I can do it. So my, my, I'm lucky enough, my parents understood, right? And they let me do it. So I managed to travel around like the whole of UK and we went over to Europe um, with the game. So I've left school for like bare long. I had to get my mom to make up like a card just to say I was ill for like 10 wow. days. So I appreciate my mom and dad for yeah. letting me actually do and get oh, out and man, do what definitely. I wanted to do. Um, yeah, and just, then, just to clarify, clarify something, in the UK, you can smoke. You can't buy alcohol. You have to be 18. Everything else, yeah. sex, smoke, whatever is 16. So yeah, just, 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, after the tour finished, obviously, I was really, really good friends with uh-huh, the game uh-huh. and the managers after like spending so much time with them. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. The craziest story I ever had in my life, which would be a completely different topic, is when I was in London with them. In London was Hammersmith Apollo, the game was playing, but uh-huh. we can come back to that later. Anyways, so after 16... I was just like, okay, I was studying, like, I was really into business, and I knew, like, when I finished school, I was going to go to uni and study business, and uh-huh. I thought, the following year, when I was just turned 17, and mm-hmm. that's when I start, well, about to start my company, mm-hmm. I was like, do you know what? So, what, what, <clears throat> okay, so you had this experience with, with the game, now you, you got the bug, now you said, this is what I want to do, this is yeah. the industry I want to be in. How did it go from that to setting up a company? And who was your first act? And how did you, from that one, how did you get your subsequent acts, basically, to come to Glasgow and manage their Yeah, do you know Glasgow? what? The, the thing about the music industry and whoever works in the music industry will know it's very small. Like, even though it's big, it's very small at the yeah, same time. Uh-huh. It's, like, it's like with everything. It's like, even if you're very, very wealthy, you have, you, you're, you're lost in this bubble where you seem to see the same faces, in yeah. a sense. Yeah, we are lost in that little bubble, in that no, sense. No, I, yeah. com- I c- completely relate to that. It's just, it was more the fact that the, the transition, right, was after I came back from the tour, it took me a whole year, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to set up sam car agency mm-hmm. and you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna start doing after parties so Thank i you. knew the game was coming back the year after so mm-hmm. i was like okay what if i do this what if i contact the game and i'll be like listen you're coming to glasgow anyway right mm-hmm. 
So why don't we do an after party? So basically, mm-hmm. I'll contact the nightclub. We'll get uh-huh. a fee sorted. Blah blah blah. Uh-huh. And just so uh, so okay. So is this how after parties work? Then you hire out the whole club. No, there's different. There's difference, okay. right? You can you can do that yourself. Uh-huh. But what I've done was I was like, listen. Now this is what you do, I guess, as an agent, or this is what I'm also mm-hmm. doing right now. Even though I started it when I was seventeen. Basically, you ask a nightclub, you're like, okay, so I've got, like, say, the game coming, right? Let's say it's 5,000 or 10,000 pounds for his fee in order for him to come to your nightclub, right, mm-hmm. to do an official after party. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, well, let's come to an agreement, so blah, 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 we came to an agreement. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, during that agreement, I speak to the game's manager to see how much they wanted to get paid. Mm-hmm. And then all i done was I just take 10% yeah. for setting That's everything it, yeah, up. Yeah, as yeah, easy yeah. as that. And 10%. Ten percent generous is is generous. No, knowing yeah. Apple takes sometimes forty percent. Yeah, you know. But if you think about it, right? I was like seventeen, going on to but eighteen use years old. Of, like, yeah, I was yeah. like, do you know what? That's I'm actually doing what I love, and I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, it's uh-huh. it's viable. Like it's working. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then off the back of that, um, I've worked with a few other promoters here, and we've done a few other after parties. Um, for example, Sugar Cube, we've done like Rita Ora and stuff with another promoter, nice. and we've done quite a few different um done qu- quite a few different things mm-hmm. so it was good to see it was good to see progression uh-huh, like uh-huh, uh-huh. leading up to uh-huh. yeah to yeah. do like you doing what you actually love uh-huh. all right so we, we're, gonna, we're gonna circle back to again your passion which is basically music but we're gonna go to the next segment which is kind of more family but before we do that oh shit now we're gonna <laughs> We have to have a like a, a little segue, a little break in between. So this segment, I just ask you random questions, and you you just have to be honest. They're random, they're random silly, questions. but oh. just just be honest. And I'm gonna right. start with my favorite one. Right. right. If, if I if I don't want to ask, I'm just gonna say pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say pass. Also, right. shout out to pass out. Pass out is coming out on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> no, next Saturday. All right. So DJ ET and RPG. <laughs> I got you, fam. <laughs> you guys are not seeing this yet, but All right. Etienne's the producer. Okay, so um, th- can you give me a moment when you blatantly let one off and blame somebody else? Let one off? Let one off. If oh, I just... All right, okay. Um, not school, man. I'm not even got a gas. I've got... My guy here in the <laughs> studio right now. Everybody always used to let off and blame each other in school. So can you give me one one experience which stood out though? I can't even remember, man. I don't think about things like that. <laughs> no. I don't know. I okay, can't, okay, I okay. Got, right, I don't I'm, know, man. No, okay, got, okay. C- can you tell me a situation where you blatantly? It could be any time where you're young, old, where you blatantly lied and got somebody else in trouble. Ooh. Got somebody else in trouble. Yeah, it could be when you was a kid. No, do you know what? And I'm going to say this because uh, it probably doesn't matter anymore. But not doesn't matter, but we're over it. Uh, I always used to grasp my brother in for things that I used to do <laughs> all the time. Man. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, because like me being the, the oldest brother, I always used to like. Can you, can you give us one experience, one story? One experience. Yeah. Let me let me think. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do you know what? I'm not even going to joke, right? One time, my, like, my parents bought, like, presents, which was, like, presents for, like, a gift for someone. Uh-huh. But, you know, they bought, like, a massive box of Ferrero Rocher. You know you cannot stay away from those chocolates. So, yeah. basically, right, they bought it as a gift and they hid it in, not hid it in their room, they just put it in their room. So, I ended up eating it. <laughs> 
like probably half a box and then I kind of <laughs> took the other half a box and I gave that out to my friends because we were busy <laughs> playing PlayStation. And then I was like, <laughs> I ended up blaming my brother for it because it was too young to know <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> oh, so that, that, that's good. That's good. So yeah. Oh man, I can't believe I just said that live. Nah, nah, that's, that's right. That's good, <laughs> man. That's good. It's, it's good. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. He's probably thinking, oh, so that was uh, mum was minding me about. All right, yeah. okay. So now, okay, family. Okay, so obviously you said you got young ones already. So. Um, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Um, just one brother, mm-hmm. just one blood brother. And but to be honest, like my family is big. Like mm-hmm. the, they're just kind of like all over, all over the world. If mm-hmm. different and countries. Are, are you, and are you originally from Scotland, Glasgow? Do you know what? I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna let people know where I am because everybody. Because ah. you know what, I like to play a guessing game because nobody can ever <laughs> get it. But you know what, Glasgow is like home now, and uh-huh. I'll tell you why. Right, for the past few years, right, mm-hmm. I've been going on holiday uh-huh. to like mad summer country. Where mm-hmm. I, okay, there's no point even me like trying to pretend. Everybody knows that I always go to Dubai, right? Mm-hmm. I could go anywhere, but I always go there because I know I'm going to have fun. I'm going to enjoy myself. It's like, it's always hot and I like the beach, so it's good. Uh But every time I go, after 10 days, I start to feel homesick. Ah, okay. So, like, it got to that stage where I'm like, why am I homesick? Like, Uh I'm here on the beach, like, it's hot, but I miss my bed, like, my uh own home. I miss Scotland. (laughs) I miss the the people. (laughs) Like, I used to live in London before, just, just before... I was about 10 years old, uh-huh. lived in London for a few years, and people are so nasty. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anybody no, no, in the studio can do, agree do, with me. Do you me. know what? It's That's because I'm from London. I grew up in London, and that's one of the first things I noticed, that over here, when you bump into somebody, you both turn around and say sorry. In London, Yeah, like, in London, it's yeah. like, I don't care. Like, yeah. if a taxi is about to run you over, they're about to run you yeah, over. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, care. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But see here, people are nice. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Everybody always has a smile. Yeah. Like, sometimes yeah. you walk down the street, and you see somebody smiling at you, and you're like, oh, hey, what's up? But don't get me wrong, there's some creepy yeah, people yeah, yeah, out yeah, here as well. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, lots of it's yeah, yeah. it's it's like nice people and it's just <laughs> a nice environment. Yeah. Scotland would hands down be the best country in the world if we had sunshine. Yes, that's I'm telling that's you me. right now. Yeah, yeah. Put some palm trees here, <laughs> put some sunshine. Best country yeah, ever. Because yeah, nice we've got shoot. the best people, uh-huh, uh-huh. best everything. Uh-huh. Everything. Yeah, yeah. So how was how was um what was before music came in, before um that infamous day in little what yeah. was your ambition and what, what what was your ambition first of all and what was your ambition that your family wanted come on fam i was 13 so it's probably just becoming a playstation champion <laughs> 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 you know them ranks no do you yeah. know what are you like coming before the whole music industry and before like going mm. into it and doing anything uh, uh, my biggest thing that nobody will ever know right i was like number six in the world for like a halo champion you know that xbox online wow. halo champion. i was like number six in the world because i used to lock myself in and just play Halo. Just play Halo online. Like, I got r- up to, like, number six. I was like, Joe, I'm going for that number one uh-huh. spot. But that's it, man. Like, it, it, like Halo has affected me so much. Like, I mean, not affected me. Like, uh-huh. I loved it so much that I I kept buying Xboxes and Halos every time they brought out a new one. Till like, now? Till now. Like, uh, okay, do you know what? Okay, I'm, yeah. I was thinking about next week. Apparently, there's brand, a new brand, one out. Brand loyalty. So, I'm like, brand, no, do you know what? It's just like childhood memories. Yes, I see. Because before going and being more social, it mm. used to be more about, like, 
studying and then once you finish studying you don't really want to do anything uh-huh. so you want to you want to play a game uh-huh. and like you, everybody had their game like fifas uh-huh. and stuff but uh-huh. because i wasn't social enough like uh-huh. i wouldn't be playing with friends like okay. i'd just be like l- uh, yeah, online yeah, gaming yeah. so okay. halo was the shit man so one thing that i noticed is especially when you talk back about um going on tour with um the game every time you said you went home and it was your mom you seem to reference your mom. I don't hear a father in there. So what was your? Oh, my 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 dad's been there as well. But my dad's just like do He's whatever like you want <laughs> kind of thing. Like <laughs> my see. dad's like the most chill kind of person ever. Like yeah. he he like I don't even need to have a chat with him. Like if I want to do something, I I can just. But to me, to me, especially with um, kind of an African family background. Your mom is very chilled as well. Because if yeah. I was to go pack in my bag, tell my mom I'm yeah. gonna follow, she would have slapped the black out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you, you know? know what? Like my my mom is chill. My mom is chill as anything, and she's mm-hmm. good with. Uh, let me don't get me wrong, man. She'll still shout at me. She'll yeah, still go uh-huh. crazy at me uh-huh. for doing some stuff. But she's chilled in a way. She's mm-hmm. chilled. Um, my dad's as well, man. Like, and Joe, what what, and what, is, what does your parents do? My Joe and my mom works for me. Seriously? <laughs> my mom works for me right what's now. It, yeah. What's her role? What's uh, her well, role? I've got uh, I've got a coffee shop right that me and my brother own. Uh-huh. Uh, so she she works like she's just like a chef. Nice, so I give her nice. as a chef, and my dad's just he doesn't do anything right now. He's just chilling. See, so we had a guest last. We just we had a guest last time who said their dad doesn't do anything, and then they was talking about their dad. He said their dad tries to mold, kind of make musical instruments. Is always doing things here and there. Is is. The dad is not doing anything, but always busy. Is that yeah. similar with your? With yeah, your my partner? dad's busy, man. He's hustling. He's doing. Yeah. He's doing yeah. his own stuff, but he does like different stuff all the time. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Um, but no, my my dad's cooler, cooler thing. I'll tell you what, right? The best memory I ever had as a kid. I can't remember what age I was, but I came home from school, right? And I'm walking mm-hmm. in with one of my friends into my house, and all I hear is Jay Z. And I walk into the living room, my dad's there listening to Jay-Z, and I'm like, fam, I've got a cool dad. <laughs> I swear to God, like, nice, you, d- like you did not expect this yeah, to be... Yeah, 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 I understand. So what, what's your... Okay, you mentioned you got a, a brother as well. What's, what's your relationship like? What, what was your relationship like with your brother growing up? And what, what and was it now? Probably terrible before, like... Uh, and why, why was it terrible? Don't know, man. You know when you get two brothers that are like two big-headed, so you just end oh. up arguing all the shit yeah, yeah, with yeah. each other. But this, like, it's it's better this time. Like the the older, I guess, the older we got, the yeah, the better the relationship became because uh-huh. it's a bit being a bit more independent. So uh-huh, uh-huh. he's busy uh-huh. doing his and stuff. What, I'm can, busy. Can you give doing examples where the egos kind of clash and the big-headedness kind of clash? Where I guess when we know. have to make a decision together. That's when everything comes in. Like, so for example, if, um, for example, let's say m- my parents tell us to, that we need to get something or we need mm-hmm. to do something, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. when we both need to do it together, I want to do it one way. He'll yeah. want to do it another uh-huh. way. There's no compromise. Th- there is, man, because usually I'm just going to, I'm just usually you just like, your, okay, yeah. do you know what? Just do it your way because okay. I, uh-huh. I don't want to argue anymore. Yeah. Like, it's just easier to do it. And and now, do you say, okay, we take some bits from you, take some bits from me, and let's do it together. Is it, yeah. is it like it like that now? Yeah, okay. I'd probably say so, yeah. Okay. It's cool, though. Nice, nice. So what, what does he do now? What, what, what um, is he up to? Well, to be honest, like, he's he's about to open up another business. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say what because we haven't announced anything, haven't done anything. But at the same time, he owns a um, coffee shop with me. Mm-hmm. So he's probably, he's so the one that started he, did off. he go to uni and did the whole th- uh, education thing well, and then... No, do you know what? He, he When he was in school, right, 
Uh-huh. He got seven A's in hires. Uh-huh. Like, Which is like I, I was, I, I've only got one. Yeah, in high uh-huh. school, he got yeah. seven A's. I got one. Uh-huh. So he was more smart. Uh-huh. I went to uni, right? And uh-huh. I finished uni. Uh-huh. I got my degree. Uh-huh. He went to uni for three weeks and then he chucked it. He's like, I, I don't want to do this. It's a waste. It's a waste of time. Is it because of the course or just the environment? No, do you, you know what? Because, and I, I completely agree with him on this one. And this is what I probably say to quite a lot of people in Scotland. Everybody always says that education is important. Yeah, this I'll is the one. This I'll is the one thing one. I'm gonna argue about, because uh-huh. I there's different types of education. You can learn about things yeah, in life sure, that are gonna sure. get you through, uh-huh. and I'm completely down with that. But see, going to stressing your life over, going to college, which I done, going to uni, getting uh-huh. a degree, which uh-huh. I done, complete waste of time. No, no, I, I would, I would kind of come back on that and said for a lot of careers, it's a. It's important. It, I mean, it worked work now because he, he owns his own company. He, he's a master of his own destiny. But if you want an aspiration for work for a big company, whatever, yeah. th- that's no other no, way. No, I, comp- I completely agree. But see, at the same time, right, and I'll tell you this. Um, see, j- just a few years ago, right, I stopped. Well, I didn't stop. I just kind of laid back from doing the music industry. Uh-huh. And I got into the corporate world. So uh-huh. I was working for like a big company. What? Okay, so before you go ahead, why, why did you lay back? I laid back for the reason because there was quite a lot of competition, uh-huh. which I'm not going to talk about because oh, at the moment I'm co- I'm making a I'm making a I'm making a, a yeah. comeback into uh-huh, the music uh-huh. industry. I'm going to do a lot of stuff, so there's no uh-huh. me. There's okay. no point me like saying anything. The man not listen to this. Do you know what? Trust me, they're going to listen. A lot of the people who listen to this are over in the states for some weird reason. Honestly, trust me. Now, do you know what? If I ever tweet this or whatever, okay, people cool, are going to watch cool. it because okay. they they want to know answers, but. Okay. Basically, I went into the corporate world and I was working for a company, which I'm not going to name probably for legal reasons. Um, So when I was working for them, right, I started from the bottom as a trainee. Uh And the only thing that got me the job was the interview. They never cared about my education. They never asked me once about my degree. Uh No, no, but you have to remember, we have to remember for you to get that interview in the first place, you had to go through a filter. No, that that filter was part of uh, that degree, I'm sure. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Because mm. I got the was, job, was, I got I got the job interview because of LinkedIn. No, no, but LinkedIn. then yeah, for they, sure. No, but LinkedIn, you have your no. Well, I d- I had no degree there. Okay, I had I, no degree I'm, there. I'm a bit suspect of the company and the job now. It's a massive company, right? They've okay. got over nine thousand employees. Okay. Um, okay. It's a massive company, but the thing is, the the one thing that the the company was looking for, right, is. Somebody that knows how to talk, or like mm-hmm. basically, they were looking for somebody. Was it like a, a kind of a trainee? Yeah, was it like a kind of a um, more like a sales people to people kind of role? No, no, no. Well, it was it was a sales, uh-huh. but it wasn't necessarily like going to it was in mm. sales, but it was more. I like think, do you know what? In, in, an in, environment. In, 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 in that sense, then, because sometimes with especially with the in the field of sales, is that person. Just selling yourself more most of the time, and I'm guessing yeah. in the interviews they that, saw that, that. that. That's what that's what I mean, and yeah. I, that that's the point I'm trying to get back to. See, if you want to be a doctor or if you want to yeah, be a lawyer, sure. yeah. that's okay. what you need a degree for. Uh-huh. But see, oh, everybody. Oh, if you want to be a programmer and a yeah, coder if you want well, to okay, be a programmer, right. you need to learn. <laughs> just, that's what a coder. See for yeah. any see for anybody that's studying like business or economics or sales or whatever. If you know what, you'll be better off, right? And I wish I'd done this, right? Mm-hmm. I wish. I left school at 16. Uh-huh. I started working for some company, right? And uh-huh. I worked my way up because uh-huh. the same people that left their school, right? Uh-huh. 
at 16 uh-huh. are managers now when yeah. people are 24, 25 are qualifying yeah. and they're starting from the beginning. Yeah. It's okay, so I, I do agree. I know it's, I know it's I, different. I, I, I know, get I know. It. I, I do it. agree with you and disagree, but I agree with you because now a lot of the companies, especially in Scotland now with the Scottish government, they kind of incentivizing, um, what is it, apprenticeships? Yeah, I know, apprenticeships. I know I work for a, a company where they got kids in after they left yeah. school and they actually paid them 17 grand over three All years. Right. Okay. And then, and then they've, they're fully yeah, qualified. Yeah, so that, that I understand. But at the same time as well, I would, uh, coming from where I'm from, and I, I believe that education is a big equalizer, you know, and especially yeah. in Scotland where it is free, I would take advantage. You know what I mean? Because down the line, no, it, it could com- come. You know. No, I completely, I'm completely down. I completely understand. And maybe, uh-huh. maybe what I'm saying is uh, not necessarily wrong. I wouldn't say what I'm saying yeah. is wrong. No, no, it's no, just no, no, no. It's your, what you're saying isn't wrong. That that's based on your experience. So yeah, you, you have every. I think yeah. I think it's just like if I was given if I was given my advice to someone yeah. that wants yeah, to sure. wants uh-huh. to uh-huh. become like let's say because not was, ev- I think it will be your what you're saying is is very if somebody is as driven as entrepreneurial as you that's that what you said will hit the yeah. nail on the head you it's, know why yeah. w- don't don't waste, don't waste time. your time yeah it's it's do you know what it's not even about being a businessman or being an entrepreneur like there's some people that just want to like work like let's say nine to five like five mm. days a week and they're happy with that because yeah. they're getting a decent pay but they want to be a manager and they want to become a manager yeah, after yeah, that like yeah yeah, yeah yeah do you know how many people right now are studying in Scotland because the education is free. So every single year, right, there will be like hundreds of thousands or whatever people that are left education. All of them got degrees. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this, and this is the way I see it, right? Let's say I'm running a company right now, mm-hmm. right? Let, it doesn't matter how old I am, doesn't matter how much money I make. Uh-huh. And then I'm looking for a position. Uh-huh. The position that I'm looking for might be simple, right? Uh-huh. But yeah, it might yeah. be a progression. Uh-huh. So I've got people that are applying for the job. So Let's say I've only had two people to apply for that job. Uh-huh. One person, yeah, has just finished their degree. Uh-huh. They spent five, let's say, four years studying, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're 22 years old. Uh-huh. And they know, they they might have, like, they are so smart. They've got, like, yeah. the, the best degree, yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, I understand, I understand. And then there's somebody that's, like, 16 that they left their school. They have no education, but they worked Mm-hmm. experience so they're more experienced to do the job mm-hmm. uh-huh. so all of a sudden these people might be the same age but see if they're sitting in front of me right now uh-huh. and one person's telling me that uh-huh. i've got a degree the other person telling me i've got experience who uh-huh. are you gonna hire as a person who are you as a manager uh-huh. it doesn't matter how mm-hmm. smart the other person with a degree is if you've got somebody there that's ready to go that ready to do the job uh-huh. that you don't need to train you don't need to spend money or resources on you'll be like okay. i'll okay. Not that, give no, you no, no, that. that that's the key word if you don't if you don't have the resources or the money to train for sure but yeah. Yeah, but think about it right i know i know this is probably a, not a nasty way to say it but uh-huh. how many businesses are going to take somebody on right train them up and then see that same person leave do you know what I mean? Do you know? Do you know it, what it, the statistics it, I, for that I, I, are? I know. In, in that case, it's down to the business. You know, it is. It, it, it is. is. But that's it, what I'm they, trying they to say for. Something. I guess it's not for everybody, but that's what yeah. I'm trying to no, say no, for no, young no, children. No, like for sure. Uh, no, uni, uni is university is is not for everybody. It's yeah. not for everybody. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Experience right, over okay. everything. And I know we diverse over from family, but I don't know if you did it on purpose because you don't want to talk about it. But last question on family. What what is um. Okay, w- what's the relationship like between your 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 mother and your father? Um, really good. Yeah, yeah really good. Ne- never any any problems. They've been together. I don't even know how long. Wait, hold on a second. I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to remember my parents' age, yeah. man. This is so bad. I'm pretty sure they're like. 
been together like 30, 40 years, I'd probably yeah. say. So, so, uh, so and, uh, and have the two brothers left the nest and it's just them two now? Yeah, yeah. So okay. my mum my and dad, they're just kind of like we obviously me and my brother, we left like we're, we're doing our own uh-huh. thing. So but the family's fine. Like uh-huh. it's OK. There's right. nothing dramatic, nothing. Okay. All right. Cool, cool. All right. So the next the next um next segment is more back to your interest again and, oh, here and, we and, go. and the future but again again another <laughs> little segue another little game in between so tell me this is a question tell me if you can recollect as as best as you can the funniest story that in any of the people you brought to scotland ever told you because i'm guessing when you bring the acts here mm-hmm. you get to spend some time with them like what's one of the funniest of the most interesting stories you've heard who is it from and if what you can remember from the story. Funny story. It doesn't have to be funny. The most funniest, interesting, anything like that. And who who is it? First of all, who is the act? And um, or e- or even something. The funniest thing you've seen with them, like just to broaden it out a bit. Do you know what? Right, and uh, like I've worked with a few artists, but because I spend more time around um, rapper the game, I'd probably say this right. Yes. He yeah. knows like. He knows his crowds and he loves Glasgow uh-huh. like way too much because like people go crazy for him here. The The best thing was, right, every time he comes back, he'll come back with like different people or different entourage or mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. crews, whatever. So every time he comes back or most of the time, he would wear a Rangers top, a Celtic top and a Scotland top, all like put it all on at the same time. Seriously. So it's funny because... Basically, one of the guys that he had come up with him last year, or I think it was a few years ago anyway, uh-huh. he went, he, they were shopping, so he bought a Celtic top. Mm-hmm. And we were all backstage, right? And the game was like, yo, listen, if you just wear that. You're in trouble. You're in trouble because <laughs> half that crowd is going to tear you apart. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So it was good, I guess, to see the game because this is what the game done, right? He came out on stage in a Celtic top. And everybody was like, hey, and the other half were like, boo, like yeah, booing yeah, yeah, it. Because yeah. obviously, like, we've got a big divide between Celtic and Rangers fans. Yeah. But it's just passion for football, right? Mm-hmm. And then he'll take a Celtic top off, and then he's got a Rangers one underneath it. And ah. then the other half will start <laughs> booing that. <other half. laughs> and then what he'll do is he'll take the Rangers one off, and, and he's got Scot- just a Scotland top and underneath. Everybody goes mad. Yeah. Everybody goes mad. Nah, like, nah, that's nah, when nah. you, like, get everybody together. And, nice. like, it was good to see uh-huh. somebody from Los Angeles that comes over to, like, does, like, 45 shows. Uh-huh. To still know that. That's you know a small I mean? little nugget. Small little thing, but yeah, you yeah. still it know that. Yeah, it yeah, means yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's what you call, I think, in uh, sports or whatever you call it, like kind of. Um, know, easy, knowing easy your win, market ma- is Yeah, well. knowing your market, knowing your gain, easy win kind of thing. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. So now the last segment, which is like your passion, obviously, what your interest and it's, and it's music and also what you have for the future. Okay, so now you talked about music. What What is it about? music that you love most what what is it about music that you love most basically i don't know i think it's, that's a difficult question mm-hmm. i think everybody i don't think there's one person well, yeah it, will, it doesn't have be, to be one thing just yeah yeah no i just I, I mean in general i think everybody on this planet music affects them in different ways yeah for sure uh-huh. Th- this is this is a given like you could be sitting right next to me like i could be into gangster rap and you could be into like opera or whatever yeah but music sure. affects people yes it's the uh-huh. only thing that can like get somebody happy or get somebody upset at the same time so yeah. it's just like 
it's more of a feeling than it is like what it actually mm-hmm. i don't know it's like people are relating to different things okay and i guess when you're passionate about something mm-hmm. you want to follow it through uh-huh. there's a lot of people that just listen to music mm-hmm. but they don't do anything about it because uh-huh. maybe they're not into business maybe they they don't know how to rap or sing or uh-huh. produce or whatever yeah. all they do is they're just there's a passive just, just listen yeah, just just yeah. listening yeah, yeah uh-huh. and i guess like working with artists and seeing how music is created being in a studio being in music videos mm-hmm. being you see the concert, whole journey basically you, i see the whole journey and like i'm passionate about that so it's kind of hard to put it mm-hmm. do you know what it's just like imagine you be, like i don't know if anybody has so been so, so so basically to put it this way all right yeah. so when you go to the strip club i'm not saying you do but when you oh, go to the strip shit. club no, you, I don't go strip you, clubs. You, right. you, you love it so much until she gets naked and you're like, oh, I'm not interested anymore. Get out. I love the tease. It's the journey. Bro, what kind of strip clubs <laughs> do you go to? <laughs> none. None. I'm only joking. Go on, go on. I just had that example and I thought I had to say it. By the way, guys, just a disclaimer. <laughs> this man has never been to a strip club before. <laughs> um, exactly. No, no do you know. <laughs> go on, go on. You, Sorry. You, I'm thinking about strip clubs now, man. <laughs> <laughs> what was no, the question? No, no. You, what is it about music? And you said you love that. You love more the journey because you, yeah. with your experience, you've you've the seen, journey. Yeah, yeah I just because you know what? Because it's exciting. Because mm-hmm. to me, it's exciting. I mean, different people get excited by different things. I mean, you could be excited about football. Like, yeah, for sure. That's why you play football. You go yeah. to your five side pitches. That yeah. will like you go to football yeah. matches. You football, buy your football soccer. tops. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. for me, it's different. Like I would go to a concert. I would listen to music. Like it's yeah. completely different. Like. I guess that's just what grew on me. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. and most of the artists that, um, that you bring, what do you bring them because you you can contact them? Um, do you seek them out, or do you want do you normally get involved because you know they're already coming? So how how okay what how does the journey of bringing an artist to Glasgow start? Okay. Um, yeah. It works in different ways, to be honest. And ju- this is referring back to like the first minute when we started speaking. Mm-hmm. The music industry is very small. Yeah. So when I say small, you'll have like managers that will look after like 10, 15 artists. So you'll have uh-huh. agents that will look after like 50 artists. I so see. it's the same person that you go to to get an I artist, see. let's say from your the game to Snoop Dogg, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's different companies. Um, so the way I done it first was independently i went directly to the music artist i went uh-huh. to directly to their manager mm-hmm. or this is i guess this is what different for me like you've mm-hmm. got your massive companies in the uk that yeah, work yeah, yeah. with only agents and yeah. all they expect is the artist to sh- show up and do mm-hmm. the show yeah there's for not really con- any connection there. yeah there's, there's no more connection of, there's from more of just business and that's it yeah Nothing for me for me because i started it when i was young i built a relationship yeah. with these mm-hmm. artists because I guess it's maybe because I'm still young I and because I'm still I focusing on one genre. I think it's because you're, you're more even a, a fan. You're lost in the culture. Yeah, right? yeah. So to them, it's a business. It's a bottom line. But to you, it's more than that. Yeah, basically. yeah. Because yeah. the thing, the, the one thing is about the m- musicians and rappers and artists, whatever, they're all creatives. They're mm-hmm. all creative mm-hmm. people, yeah, right? Yeah, they're yeah. all about... They, they don't like you don't like you don't meet an artist right and they're just like boxed in into like yeah, um uh-huh, uh-huh. like let's say being, they wouldn't be being an office worker yeah because yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. have to be uh-huh. creative you have to be uh-huh. into different things so uh-huh. when you meet somebody and you have a connection in a way that like you just mm-hmm. i don't know funny jokes or mm-hmm. uh-huh. whatever it is you build a relationship mm-hmm. So when you approach them in the future, like obviously they want to work with mm-hmm. you because first of all they're getting paid. 
That's yeah. the most important thing. So yeah. uh-huh. Obviously, uh-huh. NAR. Uh-huh. The second thing is they know who they're working with. Uh-huh. And it's somebody that they can relate to. So yeah. if you're an independent promoter or an agent and you're mm-hmm. working with somebody, somebody big and you've got that relationship with them, mm-hmm. it's completely different to being like a bigger company and just being like, okay, you're doing 20 shows. Here's the schedule, blah, blah, right, blah. There you go. So okay. I guess this is my, that was my approach. My approach was being a little bit more independent mm-hmm. and still trying so to do. So can you, can you give us an example of an artist you, you brought and the journey you took so how you first got involved and how you how you contacted them mm-hmm. how the conversation started and how once it started how things picked up up until the performance date if you can well, do, if the, you can the do way, that to us the, the way it usually works i guess is like there's two ways to approach it right you either mm-hmm. go directly or you approach an agent mm-hmm. yeah you said that so mm-hmm. everything everything that i used to do which which is doing the shows what you do is first of all you approach the manager mm-hmm. And you just check, like, this is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. How much is this going to cost? Sometimes they will refer you back to an agent who deals okay. with the whole okay. routing and touring. Because okay. if you bring in U.S. artists, you need to make sure you've got the visa sorted. And yes, for sure. Um, and is that on you or is that on them? That, the thing is, it could be different, but oh, it's okay. usually on them because it's easier. So all yeah. you need to do is as long as you pay for the visa, you're fine. Oh, okay. Also, a lot of promoters probably don't pay this yet, but there's F-E-U or F-U, no, F-E-U, which yes. is like, it's basically tax that you need to pay mm-hmm. for an artist coming to UK. Mm-hmm. So just to give you an example, right? Let's say, let's say you're you're a rapper right now, mm-hmm. and you performed in in Scotland. How do you know I'm not a rapper? Man, yeah, you don't I'm look a, like one. Yeah, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> right, go ahead. Am I looking like Gucci <laughs> made without tattoos? <laughs> um, so let's let's say you performed, right? Let's say you performed and you got a uh-huh. hundred thousand pounds uh-huh. for performing. Okay. You live in UK. You mm. just got a hundred thousand pounds. The government's gonna be on your ass. Like I need my taxes paid. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. So if an artist from the US comes over to the UK, mm-hmm. do you honestly think they can just come in, get the money, and leave? They need to pay tax too. Sure. This is the one thing that a lot of independent promoters are ignoring right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to mention any of you guys, okay. yeah, but <laughs> I know your bands are out there not paying taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you set up the tax, right? So you uh-huh. come to an agreement on the artist fee. Uh-huh. You let them know that they need to pay tax. You and, and have you ever had a pushback? In what sense? From, uh, from an artist saying, I ain't paying tax, you deal with it. Yeah, okay. of course. But <laughs> okay. this is what happens in that. To be honest, like what you do is you pay the tax on their behalf, so uh, okay. it goes through your yeah, company. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh-huh. it just means like if they agree to do fifty thousand pounds a show, uh-huh. you, you take the take tax tax okay. out of it and pay okay. it to the government. Yeah, for sure. But uh-huh. I know a lot of promoters don't do that; they just run away and hide. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention anybody. But we're trying to do shit legally okay, here. For sure. So Le- legally yeah, is legal, always best. Legally is always best because uh-huh. you're, you're going to end up in a jail cell one yeah, time. That's right. That's right. Um, so basically, y- the whole process is just getting the dates arranged. Mm-hmm. Now, this, there could be a way where, for example, an artist decides to do a European mm-hmm. tour, uh-huh. which is easy for the promoter or uh-huh. myself, which means they're already coming here. Yeah. So all I need to do is secure my date, uh-huh. pay their fees. Uh-huh. They come to the show, and their agent makes sure that the bus arrives mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. in Glasgow, for example. Mm-hmm. And then my job would be to book the venue, book the, pay my contribution to their flights, book the hotel, book the food they need, 
mm-hmm. do all the advertising promotion myself. Mm-hmm. So that's how it works. The other way is you can pay an artist to independently just fly out from, let's say, the state mm-hmm. to Glasgow just to do one show. Okay. But that's more expensive. Okay. Because they have to drop everything. Yeah, because they need to drop everything and go. Yeah. Because an artist, if and you're... W- if and you're when, when would... And uh, have you done s- one such and when would that come into play? Because I'm guessing the demand has to be very high. The demand <laughs> has to be very high, yeah. But I, I've never done it. And okay. I don't think I would do it. Like, I don't think I would fly out somebody from the mm-hmm. the States yeah. just to come here for one okay. show and leave. Uh, have you ever had everything arranged and then last minute they have a pull out or don't turn up to the performance? No, but and you know what? I'll tell you this, right? I've done one show. I don't even know if I want to say this. You don't uh, have to say the name. You can just say... Right. I've done one John show, Doe. right? Right. I've with, done one show. With John Doe. Uh-huh. With John Doe. <laughs> <laughs> with John Doe. Who, who is a big artist. Uh-huh. Who is a big artist in the United States. And I made a mistake, right? I booked him, paid a deposit, oh, which was a okay. big deposit. Uh-huh. But he could not sell tickets. Oh. So I had to pull out the show. And I just oh. be like, sorry guys. Like reef obviously everybody gets refunded Fine. like uh-huh. their tickets. Uh-huh. But, but you don't get your deposit back. You don't get your deposit back. So the money I lost on that is mad. Mm. Like I was can like, you, I Okay, I know you're not allowed to say who their person is, but can you give us a little riddles where we can guess in our mind? Do you know what? I don't even listen to him, so I don't know any lyrics. Oh, that's the honest okay. truth. Yeah, no, but do you know okay. what? He had a song that came out. And the song was so big. Actually, it wasn't even his song. Like, he was either part of it or he done a remix that just went wild. Uh, but okay. uh-huh. it was good enough. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to bring this guy over here. So that, does, he have a, does he have a, a, a million in his name? A million? Uh-huh. Nah. Okay. No, I was just trying to think through there. No, no million. And okay. you stop guessing now because <laughs> I'm not saying it. <laughs> Okay, I'm not cool, saying it, cool. right? So this artist, so I lost so much money on this and I was like, it's all about trying to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. make sure you get the right artist because uh-huh. believe it or not, right, I could have booked the same artist to go to London or Birmingham and we would have sold so, out. Yeah, but yes. Glasgow's got it a completely a different crowd. It's okay. a completely different crowd. Like the people here are different and uh-huh. they're just, they uh, they know their stuff. Like Glasgow. Uh, have you, I know... Okay, okay, the hip hop scene is big here, but I know from my experience the alternative, you know, like alternative music. Um, like to, uh, when when I was a, when I was in London, I used to call it white people music, but you know, like the yo, he's being racist. Did you hear that? <laughs> Sorry. Where, where, where's the H and H and M? That that sued the man. <laughs> you, you know, like the um, the killers, like the bands, like you know, um, uh, you know, house music. No, 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 no but like, like um, bands, bands, like out. the killers. The Libertines and... Like bands, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indie music. Indie music, that's it. Yeah, indie yeah. Music. Indie music. It's white people music, right? I'm sure it is. <laughs> <She said laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's um, a joke. That's me being uneducated right now. <laughs> yeah, but... We have this on tape, bro. I, I, it, it is it's very big here. Aren't you tempted to, to, to get involved in that scene? No. No, okay. Because I'm not passionate about it. Good, good answer. That, that's yeah, what I'm trying... Yeah. Like... Yes, like business-wise, it probably would have made more sense for me uh-huh, to start touching uh-huh. bands or house music or uh-huh. DJs and uh-huh. do stuff like that. But I'm like, first of all, I don't know what you do. I don't listen to the music. 
Yeah. How yeah. can I promote something that I don't know yeah. nothing about? Good, good, good. Okay, okay. So I just fo- said, uh-huh. I'm going to focus on one genre. And okay. I know what I'm good at. Let's All right, so like, let's go to the future now, right? So um, I know you're very impotru- uh, entrepreneurial. You've got a few things <laughs> going. So let's say it's five years' time, yeah, 2023. I call you up, Sam. Phone rings, bring, bring. You pick up and like, yeah, Five man. On the phone. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's it's Will. You'd be like, who's who's Will? You know, man, Will from the podcast. What are you talking about? Anyway, don't just just let me answer this question. Let me ask you this question. What are you doing now? What what are you up to now? And what are you doing in five years? Five time? years from now. Uh huh. If you were to answer that question, that call. <coughs> Five years. Uh huh. Do you know what? I'll probably say I'll be like touring the world with artist um with scope okay so lewis man like lewis man god bless that kid he's he's been grinding like anything he's one of the best probably artists that i know like he's not blown up yet but Mm -hmm. his time is coming yeah his time is coming like we've been together like this is what happened this is the story i'm just going to be very quick you know no no i've I've done uh, just a shameless plug i've done a podcast with uh, With Scope. scope So go check it out. Listen, yeah. All right, go ahead. All right, so Scope. Scope, basically, this is what happened. And he's going to laugh about this because we talk about this all the time, right? I, I was, do you know what? I don't know, right? Basically, I was, I was, I just started my company. So I must have been like 18 years old. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it must have been like years ago, right? Uh-huh. Started my company. I was 18 years old and I'm like, okay, this is working. This is going to take off. Uh-huh. I need some musicians to be support artists uh-huh, uh-huh. for, like, opening up my shows. Uh-huh. So I posted on Facebook. I'm like, yo, I'm looking for artists, like, uh-huh. to, to like, help out or, like, uh-huh. put a support acts. Like, who who's good? Uh-huh. So you know what happens, right? Facebook goes wild. Everybody yeah, yeah. starts saying, yo, yo, check yeah. me out. Check me out. Yeah, yeah. But then I came across this guy, right? Lewis, who goes under the name of Scope. Uh-huh. He was rapping next to this other kid who I'm not going to name. I'm not going to say nothing about because okay. i don't know if he's listening uh-huh. and i you know what i don't both of them were on like rapping on youtube right just uh-huh. behind a black and white screen or whatever uh-huh. i took my hand right and i covered the other guy and i was just watching lewis rap <laughs> and i'm like yo this guy's got potential yeah, like yeah. i see this happening yeah yeah so what happened was I messaged them and I said, yo, let's meet up for a drink. Don't bring your friend. <laughs> yeah, don't br- I, told, I said that on the email. I was like, you got potential, but your friend doesn't, even though I knew his friend. I was like, your friend doesn't. I was like, let's meet up for drinks. So we ended up going to TGI Fridays. We uh-huh, met up uh-huh. there. I got a few Coronas um, sitting drinking and I explained everything. I was like, listen, I don't know you. This is who I am. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. Like have a chat with him. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, you've got potential. You would work. And he goes, yeah, let's do it. Two weeks after, right, he signs to a record label. Mm-hmm. So a record label from Scotland. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we were just getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he invites me over to a studio. Mm-hmm. And he goes, come, we've got, we were producing a few beats. Went to the studio. I heard a beat to one, like, they, they had a few beats. But mm-hmm. I heard this one beat. I was like, do you know what? That's going to be a hit. Mm-hmm. I can see this being a hit. Let's do record the song. I don't know what lyrics. Mm-hmm. Record the song. Mm-hmm. Let let's go Spain and do a video. Uh-huh. And he was like, "Okay, cool." Mm-hmm. Like I don't think the conversation went as in "Okay, cool," but yeah, it yeah. went in that yeah, kind yeah. of direction. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I so understand. he recorded the song right, which was absolutely 
awesome i guess yeah. for that well he was still young right yeah yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah trying to remember i think he was like 16 or something uh-huh, uh-huh, back then uh-huh. so the song was so good and i was like bro we need to go and do a video for this but I'm not talking about like under the bridges in Glasgow. Yeah. Like I'm talking like we <laughs> need to grimy. go to Spain. Yeah, n- none of that grimy stuff, man. So <laughs> and stinky, probably with a homeless yeah. guy drunk out of his face. Exactly. No, disrespect to no but we were just like, do you know what? Let's go. So what we've done is we booked to go to Ibiza during uh-huh. summer. It was August. I remember this. It was August because it came up on my Facebook the other day. <laughs> like, yo, this has been like six, seven years ago. Wow. It was in August and. We went to Ibiza, right? It was me, him, and the video director. Uh-huh. Who, well, the video director at the same time was the, the owner of the record label. Oh, okay. So the guy was obviously older than us. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say his name or whatever. So he was older than us. And me and Lewis were like young. I was like, I'm pretty sure I was 21 or yeah, I, don't, yeah, I can't yeah. remember how uh-huh. old I was. And Lewis was young. As, I think Lewis was 16 or 17. Uh-huh. So we went there. Can you imagine two young guys, right? That one's a musician, one's got a, a concert company in Ibiza. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. What are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to party? <laughs> so I'll tell you what happened. I, I was that mandem that booked a, a little boat, like I booked a oh, private boat. Because I thought... Bowling. <laughs> bowling. <laughs> no, Joe, I'm not going to lie. It was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I booked a private boat. Uh-huh. Which hands up, yeah, it's in the video, by the way. If you go on YouTube, yeah, and you type in scope, and the song is called Love Struck. Love Struck. Love Struck, yeah, it's called Love Struck. You see me in the boat, like I'm driving the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little captain. <laughs> one hand on the wheel, one hand with a, yeah, with a, a shot glass. Like, there you go. I'm like, I'm, I'm in the music video, I'm like waving them over. And we were like walking about on the Ibiza Strip, yeah, and we seen two girls that came up, they're like, Sam, Sam. I'm like, oh shit. I'm an Ibiza. How did these girls know me? <laughs> Turns out it's two, two of my friends that I knew from here. And uh, then we said to them, we're like, yo, listen, do you want to be in a music video? So they're like, yeah, okay, cool. So we got a girl to be in a music video with Lewis, nice. Scope. We've done the shoot. And you know what? It was gangster. I'm telling you right now, yeah. This is my first time ever doing a music video. We're in Spain. We've got a camera, like professional camera, yeah, everything. Yeah, uh-huh, One uh-huh. older guy that's walking with us, uh-huh, obviously. So uh-huh. it making like us look a bit more legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're all like showing about, and all these people are watching us. They're like, "Yo, who's this?" Like, yeah, who's yeah, this? yeah, yeah. So I don't know how yet. And shout out to Ibiza Rocks, but we blagged our way to play at Ibiza Rocks. Nice. I swear we're like, "Yo, this guy's about to be on MTV." Like, we gave them all that spill. Like. <laughs> Shout out to Ibiza Rocks, by the way. Like, if anybody's listening from there, like, we want another booking. <laughs> and if, if, if anybody's okay. been to Ibiza before, there's one hip-hop nightclub on the strip. It's called Soul City. So we went to Soul City, mm-hmm. and there was a DJ there. I don't remember his name, but he let us perform as well. Mm-hmm. So we, all of a sudden, me and Lewis yeah, and yeah. Ibiza, we've got a video guy. We don't, we just got two just shows. Yeah. We're like, shit, like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. like we're gonna do good yeah 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 come back to the uk he announces the song right he releases the song and it goes number six or seven in the uk charts mm-hmm. in the um, hip-hop in I the think? hip-hop charts yeah, yeah, in the yeah. uk it goes uh-huh. number six or seven and yeah. i'm like hold on fam. Like <laughs> two weeks ago we were meeting up over in tgi fridays just yeah, having yeah. beers right you were like 16 years old and now all of a sudden we're in the charts i'm like uh, this is going somewhere yeah, like yeah, this yeah, is going yeah, somewhere yeah. Um, 
there was a lot of drama though between me yeah. and his no, no, his his, his if you, you want to know all about this drama check out scope's podcast right i think it's I do, episode I do, seven so i uh, don't even know if <laughs> I, do you know what i've not watched it i need to see that no, i don't it's, know what he it's, said it's audio yeah, yeah is it on audio right i, okay. I don't think he goes into into it that deep but still there's lots going on so you should definitely listen to it yeah so <laughs> me and do you know what me and scope what happened was right me and his his record label or whatever fell out because he wasn't letting me be around lewis uh, like okay, he was like okay, okay. do you know what me and lewis were invited to mobile awards in glasgow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that guy texts me saying you're not stay you're not away from lewis I'm like, are you fucking having a laugh? Like, who the fuck are you to tell me to stay away from? Like, we're yeah. there for the same reason yeah. to try and push him. I got so annoyed and then me and Lewis kind of fell out for a good six, seven months. Okay. Lewis went away, worked on an album. And yeah. do you know what? He and like he learned his lesson because yeah, he broke sure. away from uh, that record uh, label as uh-huh. soon as he found out all the okay. bullshit. Everything cool. I was trying to tell him at the okay. start. So, so circling back, circling in five back. years time, you, years time, I'm Lewis, touring the world. I'm going to be touring the world, man, because this man. kid is kicking off right now. Do you know what? As we speak right now, he's in Sweden. He's been invited mm-hmm. by like Sony or whatever it is. Uh-huh. He's he, like he's in Sweden, mm-hmm. doing his thing. Like the the kid is not blown up yet, but he mm-hmm. is he's going the right direction. Good, good, I tell you right now, he will blow up. And we're gonna be doing mad shows. Like if five years time you call me, man, if I'm not on stage somewhere in Australia saying, "Yo, listen, don't call me anymore, <laughs> man. I'm not on your level." Do you, do you know what was funny? Because last podcast that I did, when I called and said, "Yeah, well, if I've told you I'm, I'm if I'm, te- if I'm not telling you I'm busy, this is what I'll say." You know, it's just exactly yeah. what you said there. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah so, so see, man's copied me. <laughs> but All right, cool, man. All right, so we're basically coming to the end. Well, we are at the end. So, but before you go, any any final words? First of all, I'd like to say thank you for coming on this and doing this. Uh, much appreciated. So, any any final words, any plugs, any um, people want to follow you, or people want to, you know? No, nah, do you know what? The, the mic is yours for the next minute you know before what? we cut off. I had, I had everything up on my social media, right? I mm. mean, like, Instagram and Twitter and everything. And I had, like, everything that I've done, uh-huh. like, or who I, who I am or what uh-huh. I do. And then yesterday, yesterday I just went, fuck it, fuck it, <laughs> fuck this. So I, I deleted all my bios, all my profiles, everything. I was just like, start fresh kind of thing. Not start, no, not about starting fresh. I'm like, I'm focused now. I don't need to talk okay. about social, okay. like, but I'm, you, you may have I, to, you may, cause obviously we have a website, right? And part of the website, there's a page for our guests. And our guests will have a little bio, so you're gonna have yeah, to yeah, find no, that I'll, bio I'll, and give it I'll, to me I'll because I need you, to put I'll up on a website. Bio, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll give you a bio, no problem, man. Right, but cool, man, cool, cool. I think I don't know if it's the older I'm getting. The older I'm getting, I'm starting to realize that I don't what's need more, to. But it's basically you're focusing on what's more important. Yeah, you realize there's a whole lot of crap which you thought was something, but it isn't anything. Yeah, do you know what? It's just like you know? I don't have to sell myself. Yeah. That's what I felt like I was doing on social you know, media. I felt like I was yeah. trying to sell you don't, myself. You, you don't need any vindication anymore. Yeah, you're, like, I you're don't happy need to, in your I don't need now, to prove basically. myself. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, I don't yeah. need to prove, like, I don't need to tell you that I won this award. I don't need to tell you that I've worked with this artist. I, like, I yeah. don't need to. Yeah, yeah. Like, do, do you know what it is? You're, you're just happier now. That's all it is. You're just happier. Maybe that, yeah. Yeah. Probably say so. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Like, I guess I'm more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't need to... I guess because once you do something, like you don't want to go back. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm done. Yeah. So. Dope, man. Thank you so much. Sam Carter. Thank you very much, no problem, man. man. Much appreciated. Thank you.